0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Rev. Welcome to The Crit Show. Before we get into the episode this week, we have a number of things to tell you about. It's just so many things. So many things. The first of being, if you listen to the show and you're on Facebook, I highly suggest you follow us on Facebook because the episodes only come out every week and there's information that we're getting. There's things that we're posting and that is the first place we post it because we know that people will see that. Um, so if you are on Facebook and you want to be aware of Some of the announcements that we're getting ready to make, maybe a little faster, follow us on Facebook. Again, that is Facebook.com slash The Crit Show. So we're going to Gen Con. The Crit Show is going to be doing a live show, which is on Friday the 3rd at 6 p.m. It goes from 6 to 8. We will be doing a live show, recording it, having a little chat, maybe giving away some door prizes. And it's cheap? It is cheap. It's only two dollars. is two American dollars. So if you are coming to Gen Con, join us. Come see a live show. Be with us while we record. Yell at us, heckle us, or give us love. The guys really could use love. I've seen the way they roll.
0: Yeah, our dice already abuse us enough. It's I'm, true.
1: I'm over it. Come see in person how bad they roll. <laughs> And you can see that it's not staged.
0: Every failure I have in that live show, I'm just giving those dice
1: to somebody in the audience. Oh, excellent. Come win some cursed dice (laughs) at the Chris Show's live show. So again, uh, that will be Friday the 3rd from 6 to 8. Now, we will have another Gen Con announcement fairly soon, but we don't have a time or a date for it yet. And as soon as we do, we'll post that on Facebook, and hopefully it'll be in the beginning of next week's episode. But let's just say there'll be an opportunity maybe to play some games with us. Yeah, live. a good time. Along those same lines, I know we've got listeners all over the place. I am just constantly amazed when I look at the statistics for the show and see where we have people listening to the show. With the sheer number of people listening to the show, I imagine we have some people going to DragonCon. Well, you know what? Tass and I are going to DragonCon, and we want to play a game with you. So if you're going to be at Dragon Con and you'd like to play a game of Monster of the Week, send me an email. Email thecast at thecritshowpodcast.com. Send me an email, start up a little bit of communication, and we will work it out each day that we will set up a game for listeners of the show. I will game master a game, Tass will help out, or he'll run his own game if we have enough people in the same day that want to play. yeah. We've already got one game set up and full to create a character and run a session. It'll be maybe three or four hours. We'll find a time that works for everybody involved. So again, if you'd like to play a game with us at DragonCon, send us an email and we will arrange that because I think it'd be cool to meet some of you that I just know the names of or or that I've only talked to through various messengers or emails. It'd be fun to hang out and, uh, you know, have a meal, have a laugh, have some dice, kill some monsters. Get killed by monsters. Get maybe killed by monsters. Also, with that email address, we're getting ready to start another story arc, and uh, I've got names dropped in. If you would like to be a character in the show, if you want your name used, just let us know. Send me a Facebook message or at me on Twitter. Is that how you say that? Yeah, sure. At me on that's, Twitter. That's
0: how you do the tweets, I, I'm the tweeters. I'm
1: barely holding on with Twitter. I think I have 11 followers, yeah. but I'm, I'm trying to understand it, but you can at me. Uh, I am Rev. R-E-V, DeShane, D-E-S-C-H-A-I-N on Twitter. And then we as a whole are... The Crit Show. The Crit Show on Twitter. So if you'd like your name used, give us an at. And then the other thing I'd like to request with email or social media, we have in the last couple of weeks had this huge bump in people listening from other countries. And I've been contacted by a few of them. If you are listening in another country, send me a message. I just want to say hi. And I want to find out how you stumbled across the podcast. Because I think that's really... Cool. I think we are up to now 16 or 17 different countries. Yeah. Um, so that's really not really an important announcement. That's just me thinking that's really fascinating and wanting to say hi to you. So, you know, if you listen to us and you're in another country, at me, that sounds so <laughs> weird, uh, or send us an email. So again, a huge rundown of all these things. This is just the longest intro we've ever done, but it's a lot of information. Yeah follow us on Facebook, because that's where we give all this information out right away. If you go into Gen Con, get a ticket to the live show and keep on the lookout for another announcement about maybe playing some Monster of the Week with us. If you come into Dragon Con, send us a message and we'll play together. We'll have a good time. We'll meet some people that may live in other parts of the country. And uh, if you want your name used or if you're from another country and you listen to the show, add us or send us a message just because I think it would be cool to know. That was a lot. That was a
0: lot, but It's all good stuff.
1: Yeah, right. It's fun stuff. And we actually have a couple of other things in the pipeline already that we will be announcing over the next week or so. Um, Some little tidbits and some extra things that are going to be happening. It is chaos here at the Crit Show, but it's that good kind of chaos. Oh, yeah. It's that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of good kind of chaos, I think it's time to let the recap roll. You grab hold of the hammer, and there is a flash of light, and you vanish, and the two of you the light clears and the hammer is still there, and the words shimmer and worthy changes to unworthy. Jacob Purley, you were chosen for a great deed to protect someone we thought was of great importance. Things have not been going particularly well for you and your group. Not only Have you faced hardships, but you've lost the symbol I gave you. And I saw into your heart, you're considering giving up the armor I granted you. Thus, wiping away all presence of me from you. You have been brought here to prove that you are still worthy. The trials of the divine begin now. And this man suddenly shrinks and transforms into a somewhat... Shapeless ball of light. Oh, sorry. That's uh that's a little much. I uh. Oh, hi, Jake. I- I'm going to be your guide uh, through this. I'm the console. I'm the one who speaks for the gods. They speak through me when they want to speak. Because if you actually saw them, they'd probably kill you. But every now and then they'll come through me. Um. And so uh, you can call me Saul. Um. It's the easiest way to remember my name. You know, some people have a hard time connecting titles with names, and we don't really have names. But yeah, how's it going? Tas Tj. You guys are underwater. You see Jake's hammer make the change. The phrase that used to be there isn't there anymore, and all it says on the hammer is unworthy.
0: I think I'm going to swim straight down, and if I can, grab and grab the hammer and try to swim up with it.
1: You get about three inches from it, and you hit a force field.
0: Oh, I mean, oh. Uh, that
2: was I, out loud. and then He I'm doesn't gonna know try how to... a rebreather works. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I noticed that as well, and so I, I try to go for a reach on it, too.
1: Yeah, it does the same thing.
2: Oh, no. um, Let's try, I'm uh, like emotioning for him to, like, scoop it from underneath. Like, see if we can't pick it up.
0: I'm going to nod vigorously and then watch him try to do that.
1: <laughs> so as you guys start to swim closer to the hammer again, TJ beginning to try to scoop it like it's cat litter. Yeah. <laughs> There is a cold sensation that passes through the water and then a figure appears beside you. It's Ori and he looks really surprised and he takes in a big breath of water, panics and starts swimming up towards the surface. I'm going to follow him. I will follow him as well. So you guys get to the surface and Ori is above water like <gasps> Oh god, that was Oh that was rough. I wasn't expecting that take the thing out of my mouth what what are you even doing here oh, oh man i had to i had to find you and i haven't ever tried to do that and i thought you know this might be a good time as any to try some of these powers and holy shit you guys were underwater that almost killed me
0: yeah we sure were what what's happening uh,
1: there's a girl at uh, at the resort i think she's from the village she wants to oh, she needed to talk to you guys okay i'm just gonna swim back that's i don't think i can risk that again that's
0: fine you you can ride with us in Tj's lap
1: why can't he ride in my lap
0: you guys can work that out okay ori was
2: it was the girl's name Mia yeah oh okay we better get going then okay. she's
1: covered in blood too
0: <gasps> well, uh oh
1: yeah we gotta so get actually out I guess I'm not gonna wait for you guys I'll see you in a minute and he kind of vanishes and you feel a cold gust again
0: I mean I hate to go look into this without Jake but I mean, did you see that what is what does that even mean on the hammer? I don't even know <sighs> I mean, you did kind of almost die. This might be some serious divine shit that oh, he's dealing no. with. I don't know, man, but we gotta go if if somebody's in trouble we gotta we gotta address that first and hope that right. he gets back. I mean in theory, if he's cool, he'll be able to get to us or he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. He's probably no, no, not no. dead. I, I'm I hope he's, he's not dead. Oh God! Now I feel bad. Oh God! What if he's dead? What oh. if you
1: just killed him with that joke?
0: Oh my God! <laughs>
2: Does the no. game work? Oh, I, no, well. I mean,
1: sometimes you put that nasty shit out in the world and it <laughs> just comes true. true. Oh, it's Secret, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, how do you guys want to get back?
2: Well, well, we're gonna just swim back to the jeep and then head on back.
1: So yeah, you guys, no problem, can swim around from the water to the front side of the island and get back into the jeep and start heading back towards the resort. Jake, you're standing in this very open space. You feel that there's a floor. It's very bright here. And it's just you and this little figure who a moment ago was a very large man covered in frost and scale mail and bearded. And now it's just this little kind of globulous light that's talking to you about you being on a trial.
3: I, I think it takes me a second to gather words. Um, I'm probably slack-jawed and confused
1: and... I blink a couple times, and I'm like, fine. Well, good. We'll, we'll probably get moving pretty quick and get these underway. I, I know that you've got things to do. What's happening? Where am I? Oh, you're just kind of in the ether where the gods reside. Who was that? Who, was, who did I just talk to? Uh, that was the Defender. Who's that? It's the Defender. I mean, it's... Uh, you mortals, you have all kinds of strange sensibilities about gods. They're not really names or personalities. They're more archetypes. And they change depending on people's beliefs. So that was the defender. That's your God, the one who gave you that hammer. What am I doing here? Why Why am I on trial? Because, well, honestly, because you seem to have lost the faith or at least lost belief in your God. I did not. You lost your hammer. You were thinking about giving up your armor. Those are all things that indicate who you are and what you do. Well,
3: I mean, giving up the armor was like so that I could be more covert. Like I was trying to do my job better you know i was trying to not get shut down at every turn by people who think a guy in armor is weird
1: well yeah but symbols are important well okay i guess that's valid I don't. idiot <laughs> I okay yeah you got you got me there that's <laughs> you, fair
3: you got a point so okay so what's this what
1: is this he called it the trials of the divine what is that what are the trials there are four trials that you'll go through and the defender the anarchist the executioner, the challenger, and the torturer, they'll all be watching. And based off your performance, they'll decide whether or not you get to, well, keep doing your assigned task or not. Okay. Well, um let's get to it, I guess. Is
3: does time is time passing normally here? Like same here as it is in my world? Oh, I don't know. I've never been to your world. How does time work there? Well, there's 24 hours in a day, uh-huh. 60 minutes in an hour, hmm. 60 seconds in a minute. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. Does, do, are there seconds and minutes and hours here? Oh, days? no. There's
1: just eternity. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's get this show on the road just in case, huh? <laughs> All right. Is there anything that you
1: want to know before we start? Got any game facts for me? Got any helpful tips and tricks? Um, do what you do best. Uh, oh, oh. And he starts to fluctuate a little bit and a crone appears out of him. The beginning of this trial starts now. We will test your metal in a number of different ways. Not every problem can be solved with strength, but some must. And you vanish along with this crone. You appear in a bog. There is a wooden table with a couple of weapons on it. Choose your weapon.
3: What are my options? What is there?
1: On the table, you see a sniper rifle, a shotgun a bow and arrow, and an axe. The sniper rifle gives you one target for an attack and has three range. The bow is two range and also does one target. The shotgun is close range, two damage, two targets. And the axe is three damage, one target, close. As you make your decision, no That you will be displaying the gifts within you given to you by your god. Some things that you have picked from other places may not work. We want to see how you operate as you are, not how you have soiled yourself from other places. And she vanishes. What (laughs) weapon do you choose?
3: Uh, I think... I mean, the axe is the closest thing to like the hammer that I've been using, but I feel pretty comfortable behind a bow. So I think I grabbed the
1: bow and arrow. So again, the bow is medium range, two damage, and one target. And you can feel as you stand prepping for this that you are, of course, wearing your armor, and you know that you have taken this other thing to make you tougher, and it doesn't feel like it's working. But you think if you ditch your armor that whatever's going on with your skin would activate basically the power that you took that gives you two armor. You either have one armor from your armor or you can ditch your holy armor and have two armor from just your skin, but not wearing the armor.
3: But they just gave me a whole bunch of shit.
1: That's true. I'm just making you aware of what you know. I'll save that. As you pick up the bow, you hear rustling from behind you and the table dissipates with the other weapons. You hear footsteps and hissing You turn around, and you see a very large three-headed dragon, and it hisses at you and starts to move forward.
3: Okay, uh, I want to try to plug it with an arrow.
1: Roll kick some ass. Nine. You let loose the arrow, and it hits the center head of the hydra, and it explodes. When it does, you hear a ping sound, and in the sky, a slash mark appears. And the creature roars and closes on you.
3: Like a tally mark?
1: Yeah. What would you like to do? It is advancing on you, getting ready to... It looks like it's breathing in and is going to breathe out something. Uh,
3: I want a diving roll out of the way of this breath weapon.
1: All right. Roll act under pressure. 11. Yeah, no problem. Do you want to go away from it? Do you want to go towards it? Do you want to go...
3: I want to maintain my distance. I'm just trying to move laterally to get out of the way of the, the attack, but not like any farther away or closer to it.
1: Okay. So you dive to the side, seeing it take in this deep breath. The left head spits out this green fog that travels about 10 feet in front of it. And you see the grass and the flowers inside of that area just shrivel and die.
3: Can I come to a knee and take another shot at it?
1: Yeah, roll it. Eight. You hit it, and because you are so close to it, it lashes out at you with its right head for two points of damage. You come up to a knee, you fire the bow again, hitting the left head, it explodes. You hear another ding sound, and another tally mark appears in the sky. The right head, tasting your blood, roars, and two new heads sprout from the middle neck. Alrighty, Well, should have seen that coming. So it is back to three heads, (laughs) but it has four necks right now. (laughs) What would you like to do?
3: Uh, did a tally mark show up when it hit me? No. For it or anything? Nope. Okay. I, I mean, I think that I interpret those tally marks as like I'm racking up a high score, shooting it in the head. And so I'm just going to keep, I'm going to try and pick off probably one of the fresh ones, one of the fresh two that just popped up. All right. I don't know why. That just sounds good.
1: That's fair. Roll it. Eight again. So you are, you able to roll backwards. You knock another arrow. you fire it at one of the middle heads. It hits. Another tally mark appears in the sky along with a a ding. But again, you're still real close to this thing. The other two heads bite at you, each dealing two points of damage before armor.
3: All right. I need to get farther away from this thing.
1: It, again, having tasted your blood, two new heads sprout out of the left neck. So it's, again, at four heads, but now five necks?
3: Okay. I want to book it. I need to get somewhere that it can't reach me, that I can keep taking shots at it.
1: Roll read a bad situation. Uh seven. You get a hold one.
3: I feel like it would be what's my best way in or what's my best way out, sort of. Yeah. Like either keep, keep shooting it
0: until there are so many necks that the body can't
3: <laughs> can't function. Can't <laughs> um maybe what's my best way out in terms of like getting out of its mm-hmm. reach but maintaining mine.
1: You can see that with a really good jump. There is a cliff a little bit away that you think it would take it a little bit to be able to climb up or get around and make it to you.
3: Okay. I will try and make that jump.
1: All right. Roll, no limits. Eight. Uh I'll take minus one forward. You bend and squat and <laughs> jump and you land. And it starts to move in that direction.
3: Okay. I'm just taking shots.
1: All right, roll kick some ass. Trying
3: to pick off heads. Uh, uh, Five but with my minus one forward it's a four But hey at least it didn't take me from like A step to a worse step Yeah yeah
1: That's true that's true So things go to hell You see it waddling towards you And the arrow flies by And it swats at it with its arm And as it swats it away with its arm It realizes it has a wing underneath its arm (laughs) And it goes "Mm," And starts to fly towards you (laughs) Well. (laughs) you think you can get off another shot before it gets here or you can try to escape try to get someplace else Uh,
3: i mean yeah i I, from what i can tell every time it takes a bite out of me it regenerates and that's priority one is not getting bites taken out of me so yeah i'm gonna get away try to get somewhere
1: else now okay where do you want to try to go what do you want to try to do what am i on just kind of a little plateau
3: if i go down the other side will it lose sight of me
1: yeah for a second
3: okay I want to try and get out of its line of sight and then basically hard cut around so that hopefully I can circle around it
1: all right roll act under pressure
3: I got a five
1: all right so you run down and you go to cut and you cut too sharp and you just run straight back up to it hello (laughs) and uh, it attacks you
3: I'm just gonna dive into its I'm just gonna baste myself in barbecue sauce and dive (laughs) into its mouth
1: The four heads of the Hydra lash out, each one of them sinking into your flesh. You take eight points of damage, but that is two points four times. So subtract your armor. So it's actually four points of damage. Um, that is substantial. That kills me.
3: I am dead. I am, I am past dying. I am dead. I am a
1: dead. All right. So as these heads tear at you and you feel this immense pain rip through your body, and then the Hydra starts to shift and fluctuate and turns into a ball of light. Ugh! I gotta admit, you do not taste great. And all of a sudden, all the pain is gone, and you're floating, and you see all of your wounds healing. All right, well, uh, I guess let's go to the next trial. You you just bit me to death. Well, like I said, I serve many functions. I don't like them. <laughs> I'm not crazy about all of them either. <laughs> I was fundamentally upset just now. (laughs) At the thought that just Jake died in another plane and you guys will never know. Yep.
0: (laughs) Come here, we're going to test you. LOL, you're in
1: pieces. Like,
3: (laughs) wow, you did really bad at this test. We've (laughs) never seen anybody do that poorly.
1: You just died here. (laughs) Usually, like, they make it out and then they just go home and, you know, get a job as a temp in an office. But, ooh, you sure died here. (laughs) Usually they just leave with PTSD, but you just, wow, you died. You died, died. Tass and TJ. Hi. You pull up in the Sea Gobbler at the Wait and See, and you can see that Ori is standing by where you have parked it the previous time waiting with Nia, and she is kind of stunned just looking at the ground, and you can see that he was right. She is covered in a little gore. Oh, well, what happened? What happened? These creatures, they they started attacking um, in the middle of the night. It kind of looks like the things that you were alluding to, just some kind of a, I don't know, some kind of a creature with 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 claws and 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 hissing
0: oh god i'm so sorry it, did they did they kill anyone
1: no we were able to, to fend them off and hide inside but i i knew i should probably come tell you guys
0: i'm so sorry i i thought we took out most of them um how many were there
1: about a dozen
0: oh no did any of them touch you
2: or any of the people in the village
1: yes i mean we we fought them off And then we were able to get inside. They came right as night fell, and we were putting away the boats and the nets and all of the fishing gear. No one died yet, but people were hurt, seriously. Do you
0: have any idea which direction they left?
1: They left from the same direction they came. I think from the graveyard.
0: Oh, God. All right. Um, If they're still there, we can take care of those right now. Okay. We got this.
1: I think we should do that. I, I didn't really care much for... The old priest, but I hate to think of him being there alone, not realizing those monsters are there.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll go now. Stay here, clean up, stay safe. We've got this. All right, thank you. And we're going to jump in the gobbler and head that way.
1: Jake, we come back to you, and you are in this, again, neutral space with Sol floating next to you. A series of walls begin to materialize around you, and a figure in a long hood hunched over appears where Saul was. You must face what we have put inside of here. You must protect the innocent and help them escape. For if you do not save those who need saving, what good are you to anyone? And he vanishes. And TJ appears next to you.
3: Oh my god, TJ! He doesn't say anything.
1: Is he like responsive? He waves and smiles. Saul? Saul, what is this? And TJ's mouth moves. Sorry, I serve many functions here. So this isn't really TJ. Well, my voice is coming out of him, so.
3: All right, Saul, no need to be a dick about it. Well, I was just saying. Okay, what's uh, what's this one? Protect TJ? You? Protect you?
1: He just smiles and nods. And you hear in the distance, thump, thump, thump. Very heavy footsteps. Okay, well, not TJ. Let's go. All right. Roll read a bad situation. Nine. You get to hold one. Since
3: there is not actually like a threat in front of me right now to protect the victim from, I think I'm going to go with what's my best way out. Just trying to get out of this maze.
1: So you start to move around corners and you see what you think is the clear path out of this maze. You take a couple wrong turns. You see... Some different areas where there are walls and shrubs, and you don't doesn't seem quite right, but you are feeling like you're on the right path as you lead TJ out. The thump sounds like it's getting closer. And after a bit you hear like <laughs> And from around the corner that you've just turned is a Minotaur. And you can see that it locks eyes on TJ and starts to charge at him.
3: Um am I between it and TJ? You are. I don't have a weapon anymore, right? Correct. Okay, I want to try and shove TJ out of the way and get ready to hurt this thing.
1: Like around a corner?
3: If there is a corner, then yes.
1: Yeah. So you see this minotaur starting to run, and you push TJ around a corner, and as soon as it breaks eye contact with TJ, it stops running and starts sniffing again and walking slowly down the hallway towards you. Oh, okay. And it's just advancing, getting closer.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go around the corner to where TJ is and see if I can see anywhere that we can kind of duck out of sight so that when it passes...
1: So when you come around the corner that you push TJ around, you see that there is a very large pit.
3: Is that the direction I think I need to be going? It is. How large of a pit? Can I jump it?
1: With no limits, you could, but by yourself.
3: Could I hurl TJ across it?
1: You think you could.
3: Again, with no limits. Uh-huh. I want to step to fake TJ's left side and then angel wings to TJ and see if I if it works on this, not actual TJ.
1: Angel wings doesn't work. Damn. Okay. But as you try angel wings, you get this weird sensation that if you focused, you could call your hammer to you and use it to just break through the walls of this place. That you could just skip through the maze and knock the walls down with the hammer. That's a weird (laughs) sensation to get. (laughs) It is. It's just like the sensation you got with the armor earlier.
3: And so when I was put in here, I was told that I need to face what's inside and protect the innocent, right? Mm. Hmm. I mean, I feel like if I break down the walls and get out, I didn't exactly face what was in here, but I probably protected TJ. Um. I guess I'm going to try that. I'm going to try and summon my hammer then.
1: Okay. It appears as it appears in your hand. You can hear that the Minotaur is getting closer to the corner. So you're going to try to smash through the wall?
3: Yeah, I think I'm going to try and smash through a wall. If I try and throw TJ and I mess it up, I hurl him into a bottomless pit. I don't know a more reliable option.
1: Do you want to get through a wall or all the walls between you and where you think the exit is? Uh,
3: I think I will start with one.
1: Okay, roll kick some ass. Eight. All right, you break down that wall. You hear the Minotaur getting closer to the corner.
3: Uh, I mean, I want to get us through that hole in the wall and start start moving again. I want to get distance between me and that minotaur.
1: So roll, read a bad situation. Six. God. You're not quite sure which direction to go. So you can either go through the wall that's in front of you, you can go one of the two directions that you have, left or right, or you can try a different tactic and go through multiple walls.
3: By go through multiple walls... You just mean like basically the rhino or like juggernaut? Like just... Yeah, kind of. Just get a running start and try and crash through a bunch of them as opposed to breaking down one after another after another?
1: In your way, it's going to be more like throwing the hammer instead of hitting it with the hammer.
3: All right, I'm going to try and break a bunch of walls in the direction that I think is out.
1: Okay, roll no limits. Five.
3: God! (sighs) So
1: you rear back to throw the hammer... TJ steps back to not be in the way, and the Minotaur just sideswipes him, and they both fall into the pit. There's a flash of white light, and you're back in the center, and TJ is standing there, and in the distance you hear, thum, thum, thum. It sounds like a large creature getting closer.
3: Saul, have you ever seen Groundhog's Day?
1: No. I
3: think you'd really like it. I'm going to go back the same direction. Do I still have my hammer? You do. Oh Hell, then no, I'm not. I'm not going to bother. I'm just going to start smashing walls again.
1: All right. Roll no limits. Five again. So you pull back again. You go to throw the hammer, and you hear almost like the sound of a bomb falling, and the Minotaur lands in the room on TJ, (laughs) (laughs) crushing him, and there's a flash of white light, and you're back. This sucks, because like
3: I know that I'm just rolling very poorly, and that's probably what's causing bad things to happen but in game i feel like i would assume that i'm making the wrong decisions and being punished for it or something and so i don't think i would try and just smash my way out again because that just got me super screwed so i guess i'm gonna try and actually navigate the maze again
1: all right so you are able to get back to the spot Where the giant pit is with no problem.
3: Is the Minotaur in the same relative position?
1: He's not there yet because you're moving so much faster this time. You know you've got a little bit of time before he might show up here.
3: Okay. Um, I am going to try and huck TJ across.
1: All right. Roll no limits. Six. So you grab TJ by the scruff and by his coattails. And you give him the old (laughs) (laughs) hevo. And he kind of looney tunes hits against the far edge and just slides down into the pit. And there's a flash of light, and you are back in the center of the maze. Thoom. Thoom. Thoom.
3: I think this is really bad for me. Like, I know that it's not really TJ, mm-hmm. but I'm still watching TJ die. Yeah. And it's my fault.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do. Like As you have this realization, the importance of protecting him and the connection to the hubris of cheating the maze, take plus one ongoing.
3: I want to ask TJ if he has, if he's got a better idea, what he thinks we should do.
1: I was real close to that pit. I almost made it. Do you just want me to throw you again? Sure. I've had just every painful, unimaginable death that you can imagine. There's been many people who have gone through this trial. It makes you feel better. I don't feel it.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's a little better, I guess. <laughs> um, okay. I guess I'll go back there and try
1: and huck him across again. Roll no limits. And don't forget your plus one ongoing. Uh, nine. So you throw him across. You get one consequence.
3: Uh, I guess I'll take one harm.
1: All right. Now what do you want to do? TJ's on the other side of the pit. Here you are. You hear thum, thum, thum behind you.
3: (laughs) (sighs) TJ, go farther down this hallway. Get farther away from here. Uh, How far? I don't know, like 40 feet. All right. Uh, And then I'm going to wait for the minotaur to come around the corner.
1: He comes around the corner and sees you there sniffs at you and... Continues to walk.
3: Like away or like toward the pit? Towards the pit. I am waiting to see if it's gonna like try and make its way across the pit.
1: It continues to walk towards the edge of the pit. Where are you?
3: I imagine I'm just kind of against a wall away from the edge of the pit,
1: All sort right. of letting him yeah. letting him walk Letting past him patrol me. by. Yeah, yeah, he he does exactly what he does. He gets to the end of the pit, sniffs, turns, and starts walking the other direction, almost like he's patrolling.
3: All right, now I need to get across, so I'm going to try and jump it.
1: All right, roll no limits. Uh, Seven. All right, you make it. What is your consequence? Probably another harm. All right, so you have two harm.
0: You are just pulling all sorts of muscles doing this.
1: I am. So you get to the corner. TJ is there about 30 feet down, and you hear from around the corner that he's standing next to...
3: I want to peek that corner.
1: Roll Act Under Pressure. Ten. You peek around the corner, and as you do, you see a Gorgon, but she's facing away from you, and she starts to turn, and you duck back around the corner.
3: Okay, I'm gonna like... I don't know. I don't know enough mythology for these. Um, She'll still hurt me in other ways than just looking her in the eye,
1: right? Yeah, that's primarily what she'll try to do, you think, is to try to turn you to stone, but...
3: But if she can't... She'll just hit me real hard. I want to fashion something into a blindfold uh, so that I can blindfold TJ. At the very least, whatever happens to me, hopefully he doesn't get turned into stone. So I don't know if I need to like rip off part of my shirt or... Yes. I will do that. I will tear myself down to a sweet midriff shirt and I will hand that scrap of cloth to TJ and be like, here, tie this around your eyes. Don't make eye contact.
1: What's what's happening? I'm just gonna blindfold myself.
3: I'm gonna try and guide you through this. Just stay with me and don't look that Medusa in the eyes.
1: Uh, All right. And he does. He ties the blindfold on and takes your hand.
3: Okay. I think I basically want to just keep myself between TJ and the Medusa. And just try and plow down this hallway when she turns around and gets a swing at somebody that it's at me, but that I can get TJ clear and at least out of the way.
1: Okay, so you're going to basically try to sprint down this corridor and usher him past.
3: Human shielding him.
1: Okay, roll protect someone.
3: Snake eyes.
1: Oh, that's very fitting because Gorgons have snakes for hair. You start to run down the hallway, and you grab TJ, trying to usher him by, and you hear the gorgon start to move. You hear the snakes hissing, and as you go to block TJ from the view, you cut a little too close to the corner you were getting ready to run around, and he knocks into the back of you and stumbles backwards into the creature's arms. The snakes bite at the piece of cloth and pull it off, and you see TJ turn to stone and then crumble. There's a flash of white, and you're standing with TJ. At the far side of the pit. The the
3: far side, like we've gotten across? Yes. Okay. Uh, I want to get TJ set to run, not blindfolded, mm-hmm. um, and I want to throw my hammer and basically just hit her square in the face in the hopes that she can't gaze attack him as he makes his way through.
1: All right. And what are you telling TJ to do while you do that?
3: Wait until the hammer hits her in the face, and then we are going to run for it again.
1: All right. Roll kick some ass. 12. You throw the hammer as she turns and it clocks her directly in the face and she falls backwards to the ground, writhing. You both sprint through this room and around the corner and a giant gate slams down behind you.
3: Did I collect my hammer on the way? Hopefully.
1: You did not. Oh. As you step into this room, the gate turns into a solid wall and three statues appear on the walls, faces that you've seen, the defender, the anarchist, and the torturer. The bearded man, the crone, and the hooded figure. And water starts to pour out of their mouths and fill the room.
3: What are the dimensions of this room? How much space?
1: Uh, Why? Like, what do you want to know?
3: How quickly it's filling. Pretty quick. How many seconds I have before I drown.
1: You've got maybe 10, 15 seconds before the room will fill up. And I'm
3: hammerless, right? Correct. I want to start trying to just smash one of the walls barehanded, I guess.
1: Okay. And you can see as you start to do that, that TJ is already struggling to stay above the water.
3: Am I making any headway? No. Busting on the wall? You don't
1: see that there's any damage being caused. It's uh, about up to your chest. It's up to TJ's neck.
3: I want to try and stop the water from pouring out of the statue, see if I can plug the fountains or anything.
1: They're about 20 feet above your head.
3: So can I ride the water up to them?
1: You can, but as you can see that TJ's not...
3: He's not swimming. Correct. TJ can't swim.
1: Correct. Um... So if you're going to wait long enough to swim up, he's going to drown. Yes.
3: Okay, well, then I need to keep him above water like a lifeguard. Grab, grab him and get him over his shoulder and just try and tread water for the both of us.
1: As you touch him, you feel very heavy, like you suddenly can't swim, but you can move him. Water's up to my chest. It's now about up to your mouth. He is kind of clinging to you. So I I feel heavy in this, like I can't swim. You feel like while you're holding him, you can't seem to get both of you to move in the water.
3: If I like support him, Mm -hmm. can I? could he reach one of the statues?
1: Yeah, if you support him, you could lift him above you.
3: As high as one of the Mm -hmm. statues? Yep. Uh, All right, I'm going to tell him, see if he sees a way to disable that thing. I'm going to get a real big breath and just try and lift him up and, and stay as long as I can supporting him so that he can check out the statues.
1: So you lift him up, and as you do, the water passes your nose, your eyes. You're fully engulfed in it, and you feel your breath starting to leave you. But as you look up, you can see that TJ is still above the water. You take in one final breath. As you feel the water fill your lungs, and then the water starts to lower down from the room, and TJ hops out of your hands. Most people don't figure out that as long as they sacrifice themselves for me that uh, they'll win. (coughs) He pats you on the back. A fish flops out.
3: All right, well, glad I could be above average on one.
1: And the room fades away. TJ and Tass, you arrive at the church.
0: Uh, I'm going to get the light rifle out and just sprint for the door knocking. And I'm going to get my handy dandy nunchucks out.
1: All right, you sprint towards the door and it is open.
0: Okay, sprinting in. Following him.
1: Okay, roll read a bad situation. <laughs> Five. Ten. TJ, you get a hold three.
2: Jeez, I don't even know. Point of interest.
1: Uh Yeah. Pretty sure I just leveled up. Good. We'll let you level up in just a second. Okay. As soon as you misread the situation or give away tactical info.
2: Yep. So I'm going to spend one of my holds. Uh, Are there any dangers that we haven't noticed?
1: As you come into the room, you hear creatures scratching on wood, and you also hear the old man whimpering. You see that he is up on top of the confession box, and there are a couple of ghouls roaming around below him trying to figure out how to get up there, but they're not moving like the ghouls you're used to. They're not sniffing, and they look like normal ghouls. I'll spend my second
2: one on what's the best way to protect the victim?
1: Kill the ghouls. (laughs) I should have. That sounds like such a simple explanation, but sometimes the simple answers are the correct ones.
2: Very good. We gotta get him.
1: Tass is facing the wrong direction, and he spins around pulling out the adjustment for his light rifle and clocks you in the jaw, and you let out a scream, and the ghouls all turn and face the two of you. Oh, hi, boys. Tass, now you can take your point of experience. (laughs)
0: Okay, so... um, Since I've leveled, I think what I'm gonna actually do for that is um, pick a move from another playbook. Okay. Uh, the one that I think we desperately need is from the uh, playbook of the flake, um, and it is called Connect the Dots. All right. Um, so essentially what that is is at the beginning of each mystery, if I look for wider patterns that uh, current events might be a part of, I roll sharp. On a 10+, plus, I hold 3. 7 to 9, I hold 1. And I can spend those whole during the mystery to ask you any of these following questions. And they're like stuff specific to trying to find out the events of what's going on.
1: Actually, that power sounds familiar to me. I think that Philomena has that. We haven't really talked about that, but eventually the listeners may get to meet Philomena and Dees and Mitch. But we'll save that for another time. All right, so you level up and these ghouls turn to face you. And they start to run at both of you like the hive.
0: Oh, shoot. So I'm going to lower that uh, shotgun setting on my light rifle and open fire. And I'm going to use the power of heart to
2: point out that that one is the one you should kill first. Does
1: (laughs) Does
0: that track?
1: No. How are you helping him? You can't tell the tactician which one to kill first. That's not helpful. I'll use my dive light to help out, mm-hmm. and so? I
2: will sweep it across their eyes, and it'll hopefully disorient
1: them. All right. Roll help out.
2: Oh, I don't have to. I have
0: oh, the you power
1: do. of heart, you... which
0: I can use during combat. You do. All right. Um, can I go ahead and just tell you that none of this matters? Because with my sweet plus two, that brings me up to a six. Yes, but I also have a plus two that I'm giving to you, right? That's what I just said. The with your plus 2. Oh, okay. That brings me you were to a 6. Your plus 2. Nope.
2: I was like that's 8. That's not what two, I'm saying. 2 and
0: 2 and 2 and
1: two. Have you ever considered taking something that makes your shotgun hit?
0: <laughs> I have, actually. Yeah. I have I have bumped my tough up
1: to 0. Oh, well, good lord. <laughs> it's almost like we built these characters off of our real life statistics instead of what would be best for the character. Yep. <laughs>
0: So I'm one closer <laughs> to my next level up already.
1: TJ sweeps this light across their eyes. You hunker down to fire the shotgun, and he takes it just one step too far, and it gets in your eyes, and you also get disoriented, and you flash the light at the ceiling. It doesn't do anything.
3: <laughs> Task shooting the ceiling is my favorite, <laughs> my
0: favorite <laughs> meme of this show. This time, it's just with light, though, so it's not like <laughs> it's hurting
1: the ceiling. And you realize that the creatures are very close, and so you bring it down again to try to fire at them, even though you're a little blinded, and you shoot this very high-caliber light rifle into TJ's eyes, <laughs> and he takes minus one ongoing. What would you guys like to do? How come I got
2: punished? I rolled real good.
1: You actually didn't roll you at didn't all.
0: Didn't I know. Roll anything. <laughs>
1: I know. It, it just says things go to hell. It doesn't say things go to hell for him.
0: Uh I'm gonna try to scramble backwards back out the door into the sunlight.
1: And just leaving TJ staggering blind. Never mind, forget I asked that. Roll act under pressure. <laughs> uh that's a ten. Yes, you are able to backwards roll out into the sunlight alone, and you hear screams from inside. TJ, take two harm. You realize that TJ is blinded and standing amongst four ghouls.
0: Oh, Oh, hell, TJ. You're so used to
1: Jake being here to just teleport him away. And now it seems like he's your ward.
0: Oh, no. And uh, I'm going to barrel back in. TJ, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to keep
2: from dying because I am unstable. Unstable. I'm unstable.
1: Mm. Uh, So (laughs) I'm probably
2: going to go ahead and use my panic button to get out of here. All right, roll it. Nine. On a seven to nine, you can go or stay, but if you go, it's going to cost you. You leave something behind or something comes with you.
1: You can see that one of the windows to the church is slightly open, like he was airing out the room. So you can dive out that window and get away from these ghouls, but you think your nunchucks are going to fall out of your hand when you put both hands to leap. That's what I'm going to have to do
2: if I'm going to survive this, so yeah.
1: You leap out of the window, nunchucks fall to the ground with a clatter, and you land on the ground, not feeling so hot. No. I don't. Tass, you burst you. back into the room, and there's no TJ, but there are ghouls chewing on a pair of nunchucks.
0: Oh, shit. They <laughs> ate him already.
3: <laughs> 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 For TJ!
0: Yeah. And I
1: start shooting. You didn't realize how difficult Jake's job was. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes on the job, you got TJ eaten. Roll the kick some ass.
0: I kid you not, a three. A three. I rolled a three, Rev, is the number. A one and a two added together with my sweet nothing to add to it.
1: You see these ghouls chewing on the nunchucks, and it just shakes you. You drop the rifle to try to fire, and one of the ghouls catches the barrel of it in its teeth and wrenches it away from you. TJ, what would you like to do? You're outside laying on the ground under the windowsill. You hear some kerfuffle inside
2: i uh look back into the window
1: and you see tass weaponless a ghoul chewing on his light rifle another ghoul chewing on your nunchucks
2: get out of there i scream in a very pained manner get out of there that's it
1: (laughs) all right you're just gonna stand in the window
2: i'm gonna go back around to the front door as well
1: tass what would you like to do you see tj pop up through the door he's like oh get out of there and then you see him vanish again it's almost like (laughs) whack-a-mole
0: Uh, Okay, if it has just ripped my light rifle away, I want to um, try to backpedal a little and get my shotgun out.
1: Okay, no problem. It's kind of distracted by chewing on this gun, so you can pull out your shotgun, no problem.
0: Okay, I'm going to try to take a shot.
1: All right, roll kick some ass.
0: And it's a six, so I failed again. Third (laughs) time in a row, trying to do anything to one-shot kill chumps. (laughs) gyro a six it was so much easier when they were lying prone on the ground
2: asleep right it was, oh, <laughs> leap, right? Oh it
1: was God. so much easier when i could cherry pick them yeah you pull out the shotgun and you shoot at this and you shoot the light rifle and it breaks in half oh shit tj you are at the front of the building you hear a shotgun blast and a crackling sound and some energy what would you like to do
2: are there any kind of reflective surfaces around
1: There's two collection plates and two communion plates.
2: Oh, well, then I just need three of those items. I'm going to take two of the collection plates and one of the communion plates, Uh and I'm going to create an Archimedes claw. Uh (laughs)
1: Like on Mythbusters, (laughs) the three reflective surfaces to harness the power of the sun.
2: Right, yeah, and it's basically going to turn it into a laser, except like a
1: sun laser. Yeah, yeah? all right, so you can set this up outside. But all it's going to do is blast into the door. You won't be able to aim it unless you adjust all three mirrors, but you can set them up so that there is essentially a laser firing into the door of the sun. Okay. Because you know these are very weak to the sun. Gotcha. All right, roll weird science.
2: Oh, come on, baby.
1: I got a six. You pick up the reflective surfaces, and you turn to go outside, and you trip, and they clatter to the ground as you spill them out the door, and you hear... Ah, ah. You hear one of the ghouls over you. You turn, and it is getting ready to bite you. Jake, you are back in the white space, and soul starts to shift again, and a large Viking woman appears. She's holding a drinking horn that's about the size of your body, and she sets it down on the ground, and as she does, the ground underneath it turns to grass and flowers and trees, and there's a little bit of snow. And she looks at you and pats you on the back. It is held that this horn is well-drained if it is drunk off in one drink, but some drink it off in two. But no one is so poor a man at drinking it that he does it in three.
3: Enjoy. And she vanishes. So I need to drink everything out of a very large drinking horn.
1: Yep. This is going to be roll straight tough. Eight. All right. It takes you two drinks, but you drink it all. Woo! (laughs) Yeah! You feel a little tipsy. (laughs)
0: Spring break, woo!
1: (laughs) So you have finished off this drink in two goes. You're feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty happy and loose. The scene shifts and a table appears again and Sol changes. You have been judged. I've lost for a second time. We as a committee pick a divine and then we vie for who will empower him. The last two divines were mine, and they have both failed. But we do not believe it is you who have failed. We believe it is us. My hand was not the one set to guide you. Pick your weapon. And he holds his hands out, and upon the table appear a flaming sword, a very strange-looking bag, and a silver trident.
3: I want my hammer. I want it so bad. Um... I th- I think that that's I think that's just what I say. I think I just go I want my hammer.
1: It is not yours to wield anymore. It was a mistake for me to give it to you.
3: What belongs to who? Which weapon is whose?
1: The sword belongs to the executioner.
3: And who's offering up the trident?
1: That is the challenger and the bag belongs to the anarchist.
3: I don't want to be any of them. I don't want to I don't want to fight for them. I fight for you. I know I didn't do a great job. I'm trying, but I'm not an agent of anarchy. I'm not an executioner. I'm a protector. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm meant to do. I can do it better, but I need the opportunity.
1: That's exactly what I wanted to hear. And he reaches out and he touches your forehead. The defender has changed you in a way that he believes will be helpful. So here is your new sheet. It resets your level. You are still the divine. We'll talk about in the story recap the mechanics of all this. There were three different outcomes in what you would become. So tell us what changed about you.
3: My weird changed. So my weird is the plus one now instead of the minus one. So I'm less charming and more weird. Right,
1: which puts you in line with all of the powers that you have now that require weird. Yep. You still wield the hammer, and he picked... When you reset two powers for you from your divine playbook, you get to pick one. So what are the two powers that the Protector assigned you?
3: He left me with Lay on Hands, so I've still got that. He gave me Boss from Beyond uh, at the beginning of each mystery roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, your superiors ask you to do something simple. On a 7 and 9, they ask you to do something complicated or difficult. In either case, you get to ask them one of the questions from the Investigate a Mystery move right now. On a miss, you're required to do something terrible. If you do not accomplish what they've ordered, you can't use it again until you've made up for your failure.
1: So what are you gonna pick for your third power?
3: I think I'm gonna do angel wings still. Like when I think about it, the most important saves I've had were getting there in the nick of time or Mm -hmm. getting out in the nick of time. So
1: I'm gonna stick with angel wings. All right. And you appear inside of the church next to TJ as a ghoul reaches down to claw at his throat, the hammer in your hand, roll kick some ass eight you appear as this ghoul starts to rake at tj's neck the hammer hits it and knocks it out the door into the sunlight and it bursts into ash you both see jacob here something seems slightly different about him but he's here and he's fighting beside you
0: oh yeah and i'm gonna roll back to my feet and take a shot at the closest one all right I'm going to distract
2: one of the creatures or whatever creature that he's aiming at by throwing one of those church
0: plates in their direction.
1: All right. And you don't have to roll because of the power of heart.
0: That is a nine.
1: You realize as you guys hit the first two of them that they're not these advanced ghouls. They are just normal ghouls. They seem to be newly created. Inflict three points of damage on this ghoul and it just turns into goo. How many of them are left? Two. Where are they? They are around the preacher who is up on his confessional box.
3: Okay, I'm going to go get them away from the preacher's confessional box. I'm going to go try and execute those things. All
1: right, roll kick some ass.
3: Uh, seven. If I'm watching him go towards one, I want to roll over to get a good vantage
0: on the other. And All right. Take a shot.
1: Roll it. Eleven. So you guys roll up on these two ghouls, boondock saint style, shotgun hammer, and they were both down. Oh, that was so terrifying. Thank you, boys. I I don't know where they came from, but they were just suddenly here.
0: Sorry we came in without knocking this time. Oh, the door was open. (laughs) I'll help him down. (laughs) Same. I'm going to put my hand out.
1: And he gets down. He gets down with you both. Um, (laughs) We just dance (laughs) in the goo. (laughs) You help the priest down, and he's very thankful. Oh, is, is is your friend all right? And you can see that TJ is on the ground still. He's very bloody.
2: I've got this one last werewolf serum and i pull the the head off with my my teeth and i just jam it into my chest and inject it
1: all right so you guys get tj healed up you take a moment to comfort the priest and you go out to scour the ground you find three or four more but they are very easy pickings in the daylight you look inside the graveyard and you see that there must have been a couple ghouls left that hadn't been essentially upgraded yet that hadn't been transformed and this was the remnant of them you have a feeling from what you've seen on the shrieks and here that this infestation is now totally gone from the island you guys arrive back at the resort and Ori and Nia are waiting there did you did you solve the problem nia asks
0: we definitely got rid of the rest of the ghouls oh thank god
3: jake did you
1: find my father
3: um i'm i'm afraid he's gone
1: Nia, uh, i had a feeling that he was but i thought i thought maybe there might be some small chance i'm sorry because i need to pack up his things and just let him go you're having a conversation with nia jake trying to to comfort her a little bit and ori is is thanking you guys and apologizing for not being up front right away um i hope that um man i hope this lie works if not uh it could be bad for all of us. I'm going to try to take some time to study, I guess, what I can do just in case I need to do it to defend myself or something. Maybe it was irresponsible not to, to learn about myself. But I thought if I didn't acknowledge that part of me that maybe it wouldn't want to be let out.
0: I mean, you have our contact. Just make sure you keep us updated.
1: Um. Oh, yeah. If he comes back and is mad, you'll be the first to know. Well, maybe the second. I'm sure I'll probably know first.
0: Yeah, I mean... For all intents and purposes, we are monster hunters, but you know we're on your side with this, man. We know that you're not like that, so know that you have people that are here for you, okay?
1: Yeah, thanks. Well, I guess this is uh, goodbye for now, and he, or he hugs you. Oh, buddy. And Nia sees that happening and kind of takes the cue and she hugs you, Jake. Uh-huh. Um, thank you for, for everything that you've done. It. I don't think we would have gotten through this without your help, obviously.
3: I think I get a little choked up and I can't really respond. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm
1: swallowing tears. And Ori goes around and he hugs each one of you.
3: As he was hugging me, I'm kind of
0: self-consciously scrunching my neck up a little
1: bit. I was about to say, and he just sinks his teeth in <laughs> He's like, bro, I feel you doing that.
2: After after I, he hugs me, I just kind of like turn and I'm, I'm looking a little dejected. I didn't get to see Hawaii too much.
1: Oh, well, I just said you guys can't stay here anymore you can go back to the main island and i don't know when your tickets are to go back
3: oh that's true you um... guys
1: want to you guys gonna go see hawaii
3: yeah 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 uh and last thing before we go i want to like scribble down my cell phone number for each of them just in case anything happens and they need to contact us quick
1: so goodbyes are said luggage is packed and you guys decide that you're gonna go see hawaii And I imagine that the last image that Ori and Nia see as you leave is the three of you just haphazardly piling into the sea gobbler and music blaring from it as you tear across the water towards the main island. (laughs) We see snapshots from a Polaroid (laughs) of you guys parasailing, snorkeling. Zip lining, climbing a volcano. You guys are on a Segway tour. You're at Pearl Harbor oh. looking at the history. Jake is doing the haka. <laughs> Tess and TJ are in coconut bras <laughs> learning to hula.
2: On either side of him? Yes. Yeah, while
0: he's- <laughs> looking
1: awesome. You're all taking giant bites out of a roasted pig, which is in the middle of the photo with an apple in its mouth. And we pan back from these photos And we see that it's Ori looking at them from an email that you guys have sent him. And he smiles and he closes the email. And as he does, the front door of the main office of the wait and see opens. And we hear Ori, I think you and I need to have a chat.
0: and Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish.
1: Good evening, and welcome to Strange Air. I am your host, Malcolm Smith, and I'll be here for the next four hours, taking your calls as we explore the outer regions of reality.
0: Ten years ago, Malcolm Smith vanished from the face of the earth. One moment he was on the air in the middle of a sentence, and the next moment, he was gone.
3: People will believe anything.
0: So, what do you think happened? I believe your father staged the whole thing.
3: I
2: believe your daddy was taken. Do you believe in miracles? I guess people
0: believe what they want to believe. I believe I'll have a little more wine. It's time
2: you heard the truth about your father. You're completely insane. Did someone
0: hit you? Leave me alone! What's going on? I'm going to find my father. Strange Air. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit StrangeAirPodcast.com for more information.